An improvised D&D adventure. Hello! Hey there, everybody. My name's Casey. And my name's Michael. And welcome to the City of Town. An, an improvised, improvised D&D, D&D adventure! Woo! Wow. We, we were consistent through that whole thing. That was... That's the level that we're on today. <laughs> Okay, so this is a this is now the second part of a two part adventure. Yeah. So uh, last week we, which we're dropping all three episodes, the first three episodes at the same time. So, but last week we put out part one, which was the story of the aging or old man wizard, elf, aging old man elf wizard. Right. Yes. And his <laughs> his band of adventurers known as the Dungeoneers. Mm hmm. And it all started out in a wilderness. And then they were very quickly eaten by a gold dragon. Just went straight from 1 to 11 instantly. Yes. And then on the inside of the uh, dragon, the uh, aging wizard found a whole ghost town, literal ghost town, mm-hmm. uh, where there was a big bulbous orb at the top that has yeah. something to do with the magic and the life force of the it's dragon. Like a second heart for the dragon. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming the town was in the stomach. That's sort of like the idea I got. Yeah, I think that's that's what I got too. <laughs> uh, and then after that he went um, through some of the caverns of the dragon and found a rogue uh, rogue warlock named Bart who is his friend uh, who has an invisibility Because the whole group was eaten. Yeah, the whole group and was eaten. And I have eaten. to find my friends who are also in the dragon somewhere yeah exactly uh has a friend sidekick companion ghost named little jimmy little jimmy who's adorable and a total treasure pretty adorable and uh anything else uh beat up a spider and then we went uh back up the dragon through the stomach again because i think my friends are near the head of the dragon right uh we ended up in this thing called the dead zone Mm-hmm. Which uh, is apparently where a tragedy so terrible has happened that that place is reserved only for the dead, and you can't see anything when you're in there if you're alive. And crazily enough, I actually died at the end of this last <laughs> session. Yeah, I was yeah. an old man. I got hurt with something, and you made me do a death. You made me start doing death saving throws, and I revealed that I already had two permanently lost death saving throws because I was so old. I failed my first one, and mm-hmm. I was dead. Yeah, and so that that's where that's where we're at at this point. Yeah, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, highly recommend it. it <laughs> oh was yeah, spoiler warning! Spoiler <laughs> warning for the Whoa, well, we list. said we were recapping it. I'm very interested to see how we start an adventure with a dead adventurer. Yeah, and so before we start that though, a couple things. Uh, the rest of the group. So we have Bart, the rogue warlock. Then we have Gendru, who is a bard. We have another unnamed bard, so I can't wait till we sometime name that person. We have Hulkstead, who is a blood raging orc barbarian. Uh, I'm uh, assuming because he rages. I actually don't know. Sure. Okay. Yeah, blood raging barbarian the barbarians orc. are the ones who rage. So. Well, right, I just said blood raging. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Rocky, who is an elf fighter, uh, mm-hmm. who is second in command. And I think that's all. That's all I can remember that people need to know. Yeah. So I think let's quickly jump into the rules so we yep. can explain what an improvised D and D adventure is, in case anybody doesn't know. 
Yeah. So we make everything up. We don't come, everything. Yeah. We normally don't come in with any ideas or we come in with like a starting point and that's that's it. Yep. We have no character sheets. Uh, we, we vaguely follow D&D 5e rules, but, you know, we make it up as we go along and we bend a lot of them. <laughs> we use. We never reference the rule books. We do not. <laughs> never once <laughs> we, if it's not clear at this point, we've never referenced the rule books <laughs> while playing. Uh, we use two dice. We use a D D20 and a D6. The D20 is for skill checks. The D6 is for inflicting damage or anything of that variety. Mm -hmm. I think that's all the rules. I think so. We've come up with so far. If they don't understand it by now, they never will. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Give up at this point if you don't (laughs) understand. It's too late for you. (laughs) Okie doke. Well, I think it's time to start an adventure. Well, I guess continue an adventure or end an adventure if I'm just dead. Yeah, so you you don't come back, you're dead, and that's it. Goodbye. Oh, cool. That Thanks, was everybody. episode four of City of Town, everybody. Thank you for listening so oh, much. Yeah, We'd well, like to thank. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, special thanks, too. Okay, shall we do it? <laughs> yeah, let's let's do this. Let's I want to see what happened to Old Man Elf Wizard, who we never gave a name to. And we probably never will at this point. <laughs> it's pretty far in. Do you want to name him? Uh, maybe at some point. Okay, if it feels right, it yeah. feels right at some point. But so the last thing that happened to him, he he died. He gave like a thirty-three minute speech about the last time he died. Yep, because he's a rambler. Yep. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't, you need to know that he's a rambler. Get ready. And, and then he died abruptly. Yeah. And so okay, so we'll just we'll come in. Um, so you you're you're in the midst of that final speech. You're in the dead zone or dead space, and. Uh, and so in that space, you can't see or hear anyone around you. Uh, you can still feel... Is that because I'm dead or because I'm in the dead space? The dead space. That was the rule of the dead space. Yes. And so you still are feeling the hand of Bart next to you. Oh, wait, did Bart not hear my entire 33-minute speech? No one could. Oh, no. <laughs> that was the rule. Oh, no. What? <laughs> oh, that was his last words. Yeah, no one... Yeah. No. If an aging wizard says a is or makes noise in a gold dragon <laughs> in a dead space, can anybody hear it? Answer is no. Oh, sad face. <laughs> Does it make a sound? Sure. Uh, okay. So the cold starts to come over you of death as you slowly, very slowly, mm-hmm. slip on to the other side. And then is it all painful? Of, uh, well. There is pain at first, and there's the fear. There's the there's the fear that comes with it, and then all of a sudden, there's the overwhelming of all of the different, um, all of the different chemicals shooting through you mm-hmm. as you are experiencing the different parts of death. And what's kind of strange is that you feel like you're almost more, lu- you're you're more lucid than you otherwise probably would be on death's door but the dead space does it, it's more of a bridge over to death rather than uh the finality no, as something, all, something very beautiful about that yeah hey man <laughs> i'm a poet <laughs> poet dm okay so then all of a sudden you you're you're slipping over you're slipping over and then Bam! All of a sudden, there's retro lights and there's big bursts of energy all shooting through. As you look around, you look around and all of a sudden you see that you're on the inside of a ghost nightclub? 
Oh, oh this, is, this brings me back to my youth. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it does. It does. It definitely has a um, a 230-year-old vibe to it. Oh, uh, oh yeah. 230-year-old uh, old man elf wizard was quite the partier. Yeah, absolutely. That was, that was his prime. Mm-hmm. There's there's music bumping, uh, and there's and again there's like strobe lights moving. There's a disco ball up top, and you see just a bunch of ghosts doing the Charleston and like <laughs> really getting into it. You got a big oh. band over in the corner that's kind of playing seventies blues. Well, this is this is my sort of crowd, and he starts kind of bopping his shoulders and like he's smiling, like getting in. There's like this isn't at all how I imagined death. I would have I would have done this much sooner if I had been aware. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ro- roll a roll a knowledge. Um, let's do another knowledge arcana roll. All right, that gives me a nice plus ten. <laughs> you need seventeen. <laughs> roll the seven. Got seventeen. Uh, okay, so you start to piece together. Uh, you remember that little Jimmy had mentioned that he could see yes. what was in the what was in the room. Is the dead zone just a giant nightclub? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I'm dead! <laughs> yeah. Why is this tragic dead zone in nightclub? So he suddenly realizes that and he goes, Oh god. <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> you are you look down at your what once was a corporeal body, which is now laying on the floor. Oh. Uh, and you look at your legs which have wisps of uh, smoke pluming from from them. But my body my physical physical body is dead on the floor. It's dead on the floor. And I, I'm definitely looking at my, my I'm looking at myself going, "Oh, I I really let myself go those past few years." <laughs> oh, geez. You do, you notice that? And then you also see next to your body is Bart who is fumbling around in the dark still holding your hand trying to figure out what's happened. Oh, uh, uh, Bart, can 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 you hear me, Bart? You don't hear anything. But what did you think about my 33-minute speech, Bart? You still don't hear anything. You can see his lips moving, but you also cannot he- hear him. Oh, so, wait. Oh, jeez. So not even Jimmy heard my speech? No, <laughs> Jimmy did not hear your oh, speech. Do, I, look Jimmy around, do is, I see Jimmy? Jimmy is there. Jimmy is all of a sudden like, you're here! You're here! You made it! Uh, Jimmy, uh, I, I fear that I may also be deceased much like yourself now. You are! Everybody who comes to this dragon just dies! Oh, that That is truly unfortunate. Last time I told you, last time th- today, Earlier, I told you <laughs> that I was not going to become like those other people who came before me and die, but unfortunately, I seem to have done exactly that. And you have, as you see that Jimmy is kind of moving a little bit, and all of a sudden, they're starting to become like a Macarena line uh, that's starting to form, and he's like, Quick, you gotta jump in. This is the whole best part. It only happens every 22 years. We, we just happened to have <laughs> happened upon the ghost nightclub on the 22 year mark. You nailed it. You're here right in time. As and potentially, I- uh, we'll roll roll a previously on uh, <laughs> roll. 
Wow, that was a good previously. Yeah, that was. A, I was. What was that? Fifteen? No, that's an eighteen. Oh, that's an eighteen. Yeah, unless you have a minus three on previously <laughs> on. No, it's an eighteen. And you and so we everybody, uh, you audience also remember that the last time when you were being swallowed into the dragon, you heard within your mind uh, the words, uh, "Let the feast begin, the ritual commence." As you get the idea that. Potentially, this is somehow related to the ritual. Oh, uh, oh, J- Jimmy. Um, I, I, I would love to partake in the macarena. It's been quite a while since I uh, participated in such a marvelous dance as that. As a matter of fact, the last time I did the macarena. Are you gonna join the dance or not? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, but I do speak for about 20 minutes about the last time that I was at a big dance party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I go, uh, but on another note, Jimmy, uh, I don't want to dance while my friends are in danger. Can we please continue onward with our journey and help Bart and my friends not fall upon the same fate as myself? So Bart just failed a death saving throw. Um, so he's get... looking really bad. <laughs> oh no, Bart needs. And he's still Bart fumbling. He hasn't moved from you. Uh, and uh, I can't touch him, obviously. So you see, like the swirling of the dancing and everything, um, as you've been talking for the last twenty minutes, and you start to notice that, well, there's there's this kind of weird thing happening, uh, sort of within the furniture around the room. So mm-hmm. you can kind of see like the furniture is all set so that they're looking at specific points. Now most of the ghosts are have joined the Macarena by this point and they're sort of making their way up a spiral staircase. But you see that there are three points that the uh, that the chairs and couches are all are aimed towards. And within those areas are big Daggers that are swinging around and creating uh, death, 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 death areas that are very scary. (laughs) (laughs) Is Bart in one of those areas? No, but he's moving towards one. He he's finally decided that he has to leave you behind. Um, you can oh, see no. tears in his eyes, but he is moving directly towards one of the areas where there are these whipping and whirring uh, daggers that are moving all about. If uh, he walks into it, he's going to be cut to bits. Okay, cool. I'm going to use a spell, which uh, is going to be Mind Messenger. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> and I use Mind Messenger to uh, s- transmit a message from myself into Bart's mind so he hears my voice in his head. Okay, uh, I'm going to need you to I'm going to need you to roll a uh, spellcraft on this. Um, this is sort of a, almost a fate die. 22 cuz it's plus 10. So 12 plus 10. Okay, so 22. 22 is really really good. So it doesn't quite work, but you get the sense that that you're you're almost missing something uh, about connecting to him. It it's as though you are missing the connective tissue between death and life. The connective tissue between death and <laughs> life. <Yeah>. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that partying? <laughs> so do I so I look at the Macarena line and I go, Oh, I see. I I have not been partying enough. I need to do that. That is the true meaning of life is dancing and partying. And I'm gonna go over and join the Macarena line and go, for Bart. <laughs> I and I'm gonna shake my hips and uh, dance like no one's watching. <laughs> 
I am fist pumping because I'm so excited. I didn't know what I would mean by connective tissue, <laughs> but I absolutely meant that you had to dance. <laughs> so, so you do. You start hit. Your th- hips are thrusting like you're 40, maybe 50 years younger. Uh, and in the middle really of it, moving. in the middle of it, I'm going to cast Mind Messenger again to Bart. Bam! And this time it soars. Your 22 really clears that. As all of a sudden you see that his eyes shoot up, shoot around. He's looking around as he's hearing. He's hearing a voice, a voice that he had just started to mourn, a voice that he thought was dead. But I'm okay. You need to stop moving right now. You're in danger. And he does. He stops and right past his eye whips a dagger. You narrowly avoided this. But unfortunately, I am deceased now, and I won't be able to hear anything that you say, but I can help guide you through this place to save the Dungeoneers. Terrific. And so, and, and he and he looks around and you see him nod. He He's accepting this. He believe, He wants to believe that it's you, at least. Uh, so I'm going to start guiding him through the ghost nightclub and telling him like how to avoid all the daggers and dangerous things while I'm also constantly rambling about how, but this place is absolutely incredible. All of the ghosts are all doing the Macarena, and it's quite fun. And, <laughs> and you're doing the Macarena while you're doing yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, of course. And also, uh, I want to explain to you the meaning of life, which I just learned. <laughs> it's partying and dancing. <laughs> yeah, he's so happy. This, like, he just died. Old Man Elf Wizard just died, but he is having the time of his death. <laughs> like he's so happy of course just full of good, joy good good and and you can see Bart is pretty infuriated as <laughs> you keep rambling let's go ahead and roll um let's roll just a, a general intelligence check first and then i'm gonna have you do a charisma check as well wow oh, not one no. how did i get no. dumb when i died you you didn't but you're so it's hard you're you're i mean you are doing things that most people think are impossible true uh, i am doing the macarena while mind messaging and also guiding him through yeah. the dead zone and I, i'm also dealing with my own mortality and the fact that i died right so this is i mean by no means is this easy what you are doing and so communication does for just a moment as as these Giant beams of light shoot through the floor for you, um, and ghosts by the hundreds start shooting through it. They're flying up, and they all have these really cool, elaborate outfits. Some of them have like, uh, like running of the bulls style clothing. Others are dressed in like, um, like original like Scottish kilts and things as as really you're just getting an eclectic flow of all different uh, sort of cultures and things like that oh. uh, as they're all joining in the dance the celebration is building and building how, how many ghosts how many people has this dragon eaten my god <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it seems like it, this dragon has traveled the world and tasted all different types of people. He's very diverse taste. Certainly, certainly. As but get, to get back to the nat one. Oh yeah, right. My epic failure. You see, so he he has started to step to the side of the first one, but he's going towards the second one. Bart is, and all of a sudden he gets the, a little the, bit the, the dagger tornadoes. The dagger tornadoes. All of a sudden he gets a little too close to one of them as this dagger with um with like uh, it's like the dagger and then the on the hilt the like two blades coming 
down to like protect the wrist. You know uh, the oh yeah hilt. Yeah, yeah. That's literally this yeah, hilt. Just yeah. the hilt. You're so correct. one of the one of the blades on the hilt catches his shoulder and all of a sudden rips him backwards as he is now being flung on the outside of this. Who tornado. thought that a dagger tornado <laughs> was a good idea as decoration for a nightclub? Well, <laughs> what lunatic? You're you're, you're I will, absolutely right. I will right. murder them. Okay, um, you're absolutely right. As you do see on the other side, sort of somebody who's really fixated on what's happening to Bart. Really, the only person you can tell here who is interested in it. Hmm, Jimmy, uh, do you know who that uh, is? Woman, man? Uh, it is it's a woman. Um, do you she's, know who that woman over there is? Oh, yeah, that's Barbara. She's the architect. Oh, the uh, the architect of this nightclub, or architect of something more? Oh, I've never really talked to Barbara. She kind of has this whole, like, scowling thing. She doesn't really talk too much. I don't know. You could try to talk to her if you wanted to, but <laughs> good luck. Hmm. Uh, so I'm going to... <laughs> <laughs> so Bart is just being flung yeah. around yeah, he in is. circles. He is. It's that not must good. be so disorienting <laughs> for him. It is. It looks painful. There's definitely some blood flying out of his arm. Uh, you got to okay. be quick about whatever you're doing. I'm gonna. I'm Here, going you know to run over to Barbara. I can fly, can't I? Uh, he just another death saving throw down the tube. He's never had been in this much danger before. So this <laughs> is. He's got one left. Uh, I'm gonna run over to Barbara and say. Barbara, can you help me get my friend off of the dagger tornado? And you see her look up, and Barbara is this very muscular gnome mm-hmm. uh, ghost, obviously. Oh, who obviously. looks up from this old booklet that she's madly scribbling, and she's taking, She while you were walking over there, you saw that she was taking looks up from Bart to her notebook and back, just really quickly, and she goes, huh, who, 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 who are you? My name is... <laughs> <laughs> it's time. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what my name is. I have to save my friend Bot, who is currently spinning around on your dagger vortex tornado. You can't save him. He's part of the sacrifice. I would prefer if he was not part of the sacrifice. I've already died. I feel like that's enough sacrifice for today. I don't care what you think. There has to be six sacrifices. Otherwise, the entire world is going to be destroyed. Oh boy, that's a very specific amount of sacrifices. That makes me very uncomfortable to hear. And I'm going to turn towards Bart and I'm going to cast uh, Time Freeze. Okay. uh, On the area that he's in to stop the daggers from (laughs) thrusting him around. Um, So roll... Again, let's let's roll sort of another spellcraft test on air check on this one. So three plus ten is thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Um, as you you get a sense again that, that the bridge between life and death it's it's just been severed. A lot of my hips. It's not enough. Oh no! You're gonna have to do something really really celebratory. Um, you're really gonna have to live life. While Jimmy, dead. Jimmy, come here, Jimmy, quick. And Jimmy, Jimmy says. Oh, okay. Sorry, everybody. I gotta stop dancing for a second. Bye-bye. Uh, as he zooms over to you. I go, Jimmy, will you teach me how to do that thing you did last time where you went up into the air and all of your limbs separated from your body and then reattached? 
oh, sure, I can totally ha- teach you how to do the dismemberment celebration. <laughs> Only problem is, is do we have anything to celebrate? As you see, the Bart is just getting whipped around. <laughs> <laughs> whipped around. <laughs> Casey just smashed his hand into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I was very emphatic. <laughs> the, the wall didn't like it. Uh, okay. Uh, of course we have something to celebrate, Jimmy. Ooh. We have our eternal friendship together to celebrate. I'm going to be with you, t- teaching you for the rest of eternity. Oh, boy. Yay! <laughs> As Jimmy just shoots up in the air and his body starts breaking apart and resurfacing as he does these sort of circles in the air of, yeah, his d- digits and wrists <laughs> and everything breaking apart. And I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah, and it, if, well, roll, roll an acrobatics. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> these... I rolled a net one. Oh my. You're really terrible what? at this. Um, as, when I still have fun. Yeah. Well, do you? Uh, okay. So you so you shoot up in the air, uh, you? and your body doesn't tear apart. As all of a sudden, you you feel like uh, something's wrong. Like maybe maybe you just haven't accepted death enough. Uh, as you almost feel a little pulse from from somewhere else. Um. Am I still alive? Is this... Am I only partially dead? <laughs> and I wonder... Yeah, uh, roll a... <laughs> roll just a d20. 11. Okay, so you got... Yeah, you don't know... Like, you, you that was for a self check. <laughs> you don't know yourself that well. <laughs> um, even after 300 years of being alive. No one really does. Um, But you you get the sense that... Your body's definitely dead, mm-hmm. but that it's not t- completely dead. That maybe you just haven't totally accepted it yet. You really, it seems like what you're getting to is that you really have to accept your own mortality here. But, but I, but I also get to be a ghost for eternity. <laughs> uh, I guess as far as you know, yeah, as yeah. far as you can figure so, so far. like, I. I think I un- I understand that I am never going to leave this dragon's intestines. Uh-huh. But I want nothing more than to save my five friends and make sure that they do not befall the same fate as me. But Jimmy, I am here with you for all eternity and we are going to be the best old man, young man friends <laughs> that the world has ever seen. Totally. Roll another acrobatics and a perform. Well, roll a performance check. Uh, ten. Yeah, a ten. Um, I don't have any charisma bonuses. Yeah, yeah. So this time you start to jump up in the air and your body parts start to sever. It's it's a it's tough, but you're you're getting better at it uh, as the celebration and the music sort of puts the vibe in you. And then all of a sudden, finally, it breaks apart. Your limbs break apart, and you start doing the celebration. You're doing it. You're doing it. Hooray! Uh, I am having so much fun. <laughs> okay. This reminds me of a time when I lost a limb on an adventure (laughs) see Jimmy these are the kind of stories that you'll get to hear all the time now oh boy this (laughs) is the best Uh, as go ahead and do and so the time stop works this time as you see uh, 
all of a sudden, all of the daggers come to a stop, and Bart is dangling there in the air, really suffering. And I'm going to go up to Barbara? Was that her name? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I go up to Barbara, the architect, and I'm going to say, Barbara, I need your help. My friends cannot be your sacrifices. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. We have to have six people die, otherwise the entire magic of this whole dragon is going to crumple and fall apart, and then everything here is going to cease to exist. Oh, so the danger is only posed to those who live inside the dragon. Yeah. What? Do you want to end all of these people's whole lives just for your five friends? Barbara, this dragon causes nothing but suffering in the corporeal world. We can't allow it to keep existing. We have to end this so that more people do not befall the same fate as us. Wow, that's pretty good. Roll a persuasion check. Nineteen. Wow. As she she looks down at her notebook, she looks over to the the poor rogue warlock (laughs) who is just dangling there in air, completely broken down, barely moving, and she clicks, snaps her finger, and all of a sudden the dagger starts pulling him towards the other end. It's just carrying him. Uh, and it drops him at the edge of the dead space. So in, in the old man elf wizard's brain, he's thinking, well, I guess he doesn't have a brain anymore. But inside of sure. his spirit thinker, whatever that is. Yeah, his spirit uh, thinker, that's actually the correct term. Yeah. Uh, he's going, oh my God, somebody actually like listened to me. And like <laughs> I convinced someone of something. Yeah. And she Does said, this person like me? <laughs> He is not charismatic. <laughs> Barbara, so Barbara looks back up to you. She has some some ghost tears in her eyes as she says, Well, I guess it's time for one last dance. As she uh, waves goodbye to you and she joins in the Macarena line, making her way slowly up the spiral staircase. Really, she's just giving it her all. Everyone is, they're all festive um, as the nightclub starts to clear out. And I, I watch this final Macarena with a little tear in my eye. And I'm going, <laughs> I think this is, this is truly beautiful. This is, this, is, this is what it means, life and death. Yeah. Absolutely. As and all I, the, I have a new mm-hmm. perspective on, on everything. On life, the universe, <laughs> and everything. Wow. And I look at Jimmy and say, there was another time when I had a, a really big uh, epiphany like this one. And it was actually when I was uh, doing uh, some illicit substances. <laughs> and I tell him all about the times I did shrooms. Okay, Bart didn't just die, but he's going to. Whoa! <laughs> I thought he was out of the test zone. Yeah, he is. That doesn't mean that he's not o- that he's okay. He's still oh. got a dagger in his body. Okay, well, I'm gonna go <laughs> Bart. I'm gonna run out. I'm gonna go. Oh, Bart, are you? Can you hear me, Bart? Bart. And you hear him. You hear him sort of murmur. Is that? What? How is that you? How is that you? Uh, well, but earlier you met other ghosts in this dragon, so I don't think it's that much of a leap for you to understand that I died and I'm now a ghost. And he, he opens his eyes and... Ghosts are a big thing here. <laughs> you see a big smile on his face as 
he is so happy to see one of the most important mentors of his life. Oh, Bart, I'm so happy that we got you out of there. Let's get you patched up. Great. Um, go ahead and roll a health check. Well, I can I touch him? Um, you can't, but you you still have that connection. And now that you're not in the dead space, that there's seemingly not as much resisting you. So you can't okay. touch him. But I mean, I'm guessing that you have some form of health spell. No, I don't have any health spells. Okay, well then he's definitely just bleeding out and in terrible shape. Well, he has a pack, doesn't he? Doesn't he have first aid supplies in his pack? Oh, you're right, he does. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, he does. Um, I can kind of guide him through it. Yeah, because he's really woozy, so yeah. go ahead and roll for, for that. <laughs> so that's four plus four is eight. Okay, yeah, so you, you don't do great. Again, you <laughs> ramble way too much about the health pack, uh, but... You do, eventually he stops the bleeding and is at least in good enough shape to keep walking. But we have to go find our other friends because apparently there's a ritual that's going to happen. And I tell them all about the ritual and the fact that they need to sacrifice six people, but that I convinced Barbara mm-hmm. to not uh, go through with it. Yeah. That's why That's why we saved, we're able to save him. And now we need to save the others. Yep. And as you're getting done explaining that, suddenly it grows quite hot around you as you see before you this horrible white gold light that shoots away from you. It doesn't shoot yeah. towards you. Oh, God, you. this dragon's breathing fire. Uh, but it shoots up. Oh, just and so you're just shrouded in heat and and, uh, and glowing white Do light. Do ghosts sweat? Uh. They do, but it takes a lot to do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not sweating here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so are you going to continue on? Uh, well, is there only one path, and that's into the fire? Like, are we in the esophagus, or are we somewhere else? It seems like... So roll roll a nature check. I'm making you do a lot of checks today. Uh, what is that? It's a six. Okay, so plus four is ten. Okay, ten. Uh, so you get the sense that you're right below the esophagus. Uh, if the if the town was in the stomach, then you have the idea that the dead space was sort of where the heart might be okay. of this dragon. Uh, and then you're sort of now you're right between the esophagus and the chest, sort of in the collarbone. I look at Bart and I say, but it seems like there's only one option for here, and it's to go up. But I think. It might be best if you stay here because I can survive some fire because I'm a spirit and you cannot. I guess. If that esophagus fills with fire, you will die as a roasted suckling pig. You know that I've never turned my back on this group. Not once. And this group will never turn its back on you either. You must stay here. And and he, he nods. He knows that he's in bad shape and that most likely he would purely hold you back. And so he agrees. He takes a seat. Wow, I am so persuasive today. You really are. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just got some good speeches, man. Yeah, and also, like, he's had a really existential day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he really has. It's been a bad <laughs> he got ripped through dead space by a dagger. I and shouldn't have walked into the dagger tornado. That was on me. Yeah, that really was. You don't know, do you ever tell him that? Do you take I, Yeah, yeah, it probably it's thrown into the ramblings. <laughs> he might not have heard it cuz he might not have been paying attention to my ramblings at right. like the 13th minute. Yeah, he would know that it was a tough situation. Yeah. You did everything you could. <laughs> it's a it's a personal defect rather than <laughs> 
you know? Yeah. So, okay, so you continue forward then. Um, so you make your way into the esophagus and you see that all surrounding, it is re- it's like, uh, it's almost like hard stone uh, or surrounding where the, where the neck sort of lies. This, this dragon's throat is very calloused, Jimmy. Do you know what a callus is? Ooh, no. What's a well, callus? I suppose you wouldn't. You died very young. You never did any hard labor. <laughs> no, and, I didn't. And so I'm going to teach Jimmy his first lesson and mm-hmm. uh, tell him all about calluses. Okay. Yeah, Um. absolutely. And... Jimmy listens pretty well. You know, he has <laughs> he has his questions. You just rolled a four. I just yeah, I just rolled a four. Um, it's so, like I don't think Jimmy understood very well. I was getting there. You're not the DM. Are you the DM? I just want people to know that you rolled a four. I rolled a four, and he listens. He asks questions, and he retains very little. <laughs> that is Jimmy's mo. <laughs> I I can teach you to be a better student, Jimmy. And then all of a sudden, it dawns on me that like. I'm going to end this whole world inside this dragon. Yeah, you like, are. I, and I think to myself, I don't have very long. I must work quickly. Yeah, you really do. And so you see um, you see along the walls of this esophagus uh, little holes, and there's a million of them. As all of a sudden, they, they grow white hot. They start to open just a little bit, these holes, as light and gold and flame shoots out from each of them, connecting into one great stream, and then shoots out of uh, what you imagine would be the mouth towards the top. Honestly, that creeps me out so much. <laughs> there is nothing about that imagery that I like. My God. Ugh. You know okay. That, you know that thing people have where, like, they see a bunch of holes close together and it gives them, like, it's like a phobia? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's what that gives. That's the feeling that gives me. Good. I just thought it was so cool. <laughs> no, no, I was no. like, I'm yeah, not, a million little is, holes. It is sure. Cool, but also, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. And so. But we don't get burned because we're ghosts, right? You don't get burned. Um, it, it is pretty hot. So you do sweat a little bit, like your brow's sweating some. Mm. Um, but no, you don't. You're, you're looking otherwise okay. Um, and this is seeming to happen about every 10 minutes as you're walking through this esophagus is that all of a sudden it turns into the flames and shoots out. Okay. Uh, so you're you're looking for your friends. This is so it, seems the, like a, it seems like a consistent function, not like he's attacking a town and like occasionally breathing fire on them. It's like timed out at, to like specific intervals. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and as you're walking through, you hear. Well, roll roll a perception check. <laughs> Two plus four is six. You're. Your no, perception, my perception last was time was three. three. Yeah. <laughs> I remembered. Yeah, he did. Uh, so a five. Five. So you... I'm, look, I'm really I'm really engaged in teaching Jimmy about studying techniques. Yeah, and so you don't hear anything. I want him to make sure he retains the information that I give him more to be a better student. So I'm explaining that as we go up when whatever is about to happen happens. Uh, absolutely. So you, so you reach the, you're reaching near the top and, and it started to tilt up. Luckily you're a ghost, so you can just kind of keep walking. You're not being restricted by the physics. Yeah. Yeah. You are. You're hovering above the ground at all times. We have wispy legs. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Wispy ghost smoke legs. Ghost smoke legs. (laughs) Ghost smoke sounds like a barbecue flavor. 
sounds like a delicious barbecue it flavor. It really does. Like, I feel like it's like <laughs> ghost pepper smokiness. Ooh. Dang. Mm. Mm. So tasty. <laughs> Anybody wants to make that, let us know. Coming soon, City of Town ghost <laughs> smoke barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Only available at Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> That's purely the only place. <laughs> only the highest quality restaurants for the highest quality barbecue. <laughs> and so... <laughs> You're going, and all of a sudden you see a hand reach out from one of the holes and try to grab for you. The hand goes through your leg and hits the ground. Oh, it's like an actual hand, not a ghost hand. Yeah, it's a corporeal (gasps) hand. Wait a second, do I recognize anything about this hand? Yeah, you know that it's hulking. You know that it's big. And you know (gasps) that it has a little bit of blood along the knuckles from where normally this person would beat against their chest, which has an open wound at all times, to help go into a rage. It's this is Hulkstead's hand. I've been so excited for us to actually do something with Hulkstead. Because <laughs> Hulkstead was so cool, and then we never saw him do anything. Uh, Hulk, Hulkstead, is that you in there? And you hear, Is that you? Oh my god! Oh! Hulkstead's so cool! Uh, and and you see him start to pull himself out of this out of this hole. It's been about two minutes since the last fire, so just so you know, you'd need to be kind of quick about this. But uh-huh. he pulls himself up and he says, I came to back to life in this Cavern, the flames, the flames. I found this hole. I brutalized it. I broke it, and I have survived. Okay, so Hulkstead has no chill. <laughs> 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 no chill whatsoever. You, um, you understand that essentially he came to in the esophagus. Notice like that there's a gonna, hole inside of well, it. Well, so no, there's the holes that where the fire is created. He went into one of those and broke it oh. so that it can't create fire. Oh my God, Hulkstead! My jeez. Uh, and he and he says, "I have built a cavern." Trying to break my way free. <laughs> how long? So he's safe in there. Yeah. Okay. So how long of a run down this esophagus would it be for him to get where Bart is? He's a fast runner, but even still, there's no way he would clear it. Yeah, but so, uh, Hulkstead, you should stay inside of your cavern for the next two minutes. And then the fire will come by, and then you can run down the esophagus to where Bart is and be safe. The fire ends at the end of the esophagus. Even though I just told you there's no way he would make it. Oh, I thought you meant with the two minutes left till the fire goes. Oh, no. (laughs) In the ten minutes. Sorry, I thought you meant... (laughs) Uh, No, there's pretty much no way he would make it in the ten minutes. Um, Mm. So he just told you about a cavern that he's been building. Um... 
Yes, but I want to go up the esophagus. I don't want to go into your cavern. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks a little disappointed, but he often comes up with bad ideas. <laughs> and, like, there literally is no Hoax. telling where this cavern goes. <laughs> Hoax. Yeah, I mean, so the, the, the way this group works is yeah. that he's the, the muscle, I'm the brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, we do my plans. We don't knows. do his plan. This might be a character flaw of mine. Great. <laughs> We're like, I just don't listen to Hulkstead. Yeah, and he constantly comes up with ideas. He's constantly pushing forward ideas <laughs> that are ignored um, as he sags his head. And y- you get the sense that probably it might be better to, uh, well, so what, yeah, what do you want to do? What, uh, what do you want to try doing? Hulkstead, I believe you should stay here in your cavern where you are safe, and I will continue up the esophagus to see if I find anybody else. Oh, you're going to leave behind Hulkstead? Uh, it's not safe for him out here. Okay. <laughs> he, he goes, I know how to find him now. He goes, I will continue on my cavern. Hulk, Hulkstead, that's really not necessary. Just keep yourself <laughs> safe. I don't want you to accidentally fall into something dangerous or end up with, like, dragon acid on you or anything like that. Uh, he, he nods. He... Scurries Hulk, back down Hulk's into the dead. hole. Hulk's dead. What? Listen to me. Okay. <laughs> I will be back soon. I don't want to see that cavern get any bigger. Your mom, you're not my dad. <laughs> I am a little bit. <laughs> okay, so you are my dad. <laughs> and, and flashback to that you literally are Hulk's dead Yeah, dad. like I literally adopted him as a child. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he says... Okay, fine. I'll be safe. No cavern for Hulkstead. <laughs> good, good. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of a dick of a dad because I like don't call him. I, like, I don't. I'm not like very fatherly towards him. Not at all. You know, you might even say that you simply. It would be un- totally unclear that you were his dad before this very moment. Yeah, no one would ever guess it. No. Except when we argue, yeah. and I and I shut down his ideas. <laughs> okay, that's when I play the dad card. So I'm gonna continue up this esophagus. Great, uh, and the flames keep uh, keep firing. How how long <clears throat> have I been walking for at this point? Up this esophagus, you you've been climbing. Pro- hmm. Um, I'm rolling a d6. Everybody, you've been walking for forty minutes. My God, this is a long esophagi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it is. And you start to reach a point where the holes start to dwindle. Um, you're getting the sense that you're getting to the top. Okay. Um, as you you start to see a glow, and, and not a glow of the flames behind you, but a luminescent. Like sunlight? It's not sunlight. Oh, okay. You haven't been down here. You haven't been consumed by the dragon for that long um it was only becoming around midnight when you were eaten oh okay um it's the glow of a full moon and you see teeth that keep chomping closed and then when the flames shoot out they open up and right before the teeth close again you see the moon cutting through the flames of the flame tornado that is still happening outside this gold the dragon. The flame tornado's back. <laughs> uh, 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 Jimmy, uh, I have you ever actually seen a flame tornado in real life? 
<laughs> what the heck is a flame tornado? Well, Jimmy lets me explain. And so I teach him about weather and fire and then explain how they combine to make a flame tornado. And we go to the like edge of the dragon's teeth and we look out and have this beautiful moment together mm-hmm. watching the flame tornado. Jimmy completely understands what you said. I just rolled an oh, 18 yeah. uh, on understanding, and Jimmy nails this one. Jimmy, you are becoming quite the student. Yeah, and and you watch, and, and you're you're standing overhead, and and you hear. Huh? As. A fiddle, a, a violin plays softly over the scene. That's so epic. You feel <laughs> really good inside as suddenly a head shoots through Jimmy's and says, Oh, well, pleasure to see you, Cap. Gendru, I'm so happy to see you as well and to hear your music too. I thought I might be the only one alive. Be sure. Well, you you don't seem the least bit concerned that I've become a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am the only one alive. Be sure. Ah, that is where you are incorrect, my friend. Ooh. Actually, I have found Hulkstead and Bart, and they are waiting for us down below. Are you kidding me? And he starts to like really rattle the chords as he's like, well, man, when when you are performing, you are quite the musician. But when you work (laughs) into everyday conversation, (laughs) it is quite obnoxious. (laughs) (laughs) I had honestly forgotten that you do that. (laughs) Haters gonna hate (laughs) Cap. Well, oh my God! Sounds like we got a little bit of a rescue mission going. I'm down. Indeed. Do you have any idea where anybody else is? Was anyone else up here uh, when you awoke or found yourself uh, in this mouth? Oh yeah, I guess I did notice somebody. Uh, him, and he points up to somebody who was crushed between two of the teeth. It's the other Bard. <laughs> The other Bart? Bard. Oh, other Bard. Yeah, the what, one with... These two like in a rivalry or something? <laughs> what? Why? That is quite macabre of you, Gendru. <laughs> I, I'm not sure why you uh, are so happy that your brother is dead. Yeah, they're brothers. <laughs> yeah, they are. You, you remember that Gendru's a bit of a sociopath? Oh, right. Very infrequently uh, has Gendru's like a concerns. musical version of the Joker? <laughs> kind of, yeah. He's, uh, he's... Chaotic neutral, so like he's oh, tipping towards awful, <laughs> and pretty much you guys are the only thing keeping him sane. Um, he's sort of he's always down to do whatever. He just kind of attaches himself to decent people, <laughs> and he's just not the least bit concerned that his brother got chewed up. Not even a little bit, Cap. I can't believe it didn't happen earlier. I can't uh, believe I didn't smash him over the head. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to fly up to the other bard whose name, of course, is uh, Garen. 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 So I fly up to Garen uh-huh. and I go, uh, Garen, are you here as a non-corporeal spirit being? No. I'm still here as a oh. corporeal <laughs> <laughs> <I> Freak out. <laughs> <laughs> and I like fly away and hide and I'm like oh you 
You're still alive. Hang on. <laughs> you don't look good. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, there is literally a tooth shooting through his chest. Um, they like he's been smashed between the two teeth. Um, yeah, he's um, doing very terribly. Uh, Garen, I'm I'm not sure I can do anything to save you, and your brother is very unconcerned about your condition. No, no. I mean, I honestly can't believe he didn't smash me over the head years ago. <laughs> is he? Is he just have low expectations of his brother's empathy, or does he know that he's like an annoying person? Garen. So Garen has incredibly low self-esteem. <laughs> oh uh, no, Garen! And and is believed that he's been a red shirt for a very long time, oh. destined to be murdered in kind of a cool way. So he's always been ready for it. Oh, Garen, we are going to get you out of this. You are an important member of the Dungeoneers, and we cannot allow you to perish. Don't you dare roll <laughs> that death-saving throw. I'm going to. Don't you dare. I'm going to. I'm trying to do a thing. I'm going to. <laughs> uh, as he says, Mr. Aging Wizard Cap, you've always been like a dad to me. That's because I adopted you and your brother when you were younger. And he, <laughs> and he coughs, coughs a few times, and then his eyes fade out. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, he, he died without much of a character arc, but <laughs> we will always remember... Garen, Garen, we will always remember Garen. <laughs> little Jimmy just floats into view and goes, I'm sorry your friend died. Well, I'm pretty sure he's now here as a ghost, if I understand how the mechanics of this dragon work correctly. <laughs> and, and you do see that he slowly floats down from the teeth, uh, Garen does, as he says, Oh man, I'm still here. Garen, don't worry. We'll go. Oh, uh, yes, you are still here. Uh, I don't want to explain this in front of Jimmy because <laughs> I don't want Jimmy to have to deal with his own mortality right now. <laughs> That's very sweet of you. That's why I'm giving him these great final moments of like watching the flame tornado and things. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, let's go and find Rocky, and uh, that's it. Yep. Yeah, we just need Rocky. Yeah. You haven't seen her along you, this. It's kind of strange. Did you, did you happen to? You had a good vantage point up there in the uh, between the upper molars. Uh, <laughs> do you have any idea of where Rocky went? When we all, when we when we all broke up uh, in, in the in the ice, uh, I mean, I saw her shoot down with the rest of you guys. You didn't pass her. Uh, I was unconscious, so I honestly don't know, and no one else has seen her. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe we get everybody to the rectum, and, and hopefully we come across her on the way. <sighs> Dragon's rectums, fine. I suppose, I prefer it up here in the mouth, but I suppose that we can go to the rectum, if you insist so mightily upon it, Garen. Freaking Garen. And you see Gendru smiling ear to ear. He, this is his favorite part of being a Dungeoneer. It's Dungeoneering down to dragon rectums? Yeah, sliding on through. Oh, nice. He's okay. like, he's like really playing his fiddle. He's like, 
there. None of the Dungeoneers have any chill. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> they don't. They no, love. Bart has some chill. Bart's chill. Yeah, Bart's chill as hell. They love what they do, dude. <laughs> you can keep capping it, but they are great for you. All right. They normally so do an excellent job. Do I have any reason to think that there's like another chamber up here in the mouth, like the saliva glands or something where where Rocky might be, or do I think that I have to go back down the esophagus? Those are totally locations, but they're they're not going to... You don't think that they're going to be where you're, you're going to find All right. her. Uh, I look at Gendru and I go, Gendru, I am not confident about your ability to survive going down the esophagus, unfortunately, but I don't have a better idea <laughs> of how to get you through this. Hey, Cap. I always love taking risks. Oh, wait a second. I just remembered something. <laughs> <laughs> and I position uh, Gendru at the very top of the esophagus. <laughs> and then I cast uh, Ice Cubify. <laughs> the uh, thing from the first part of this. Yeah, you would love to do that, but you're not a warlock. That was Wasn't specifically that... an Eldritch spell that Bart can do. Oh, Bart did it. I yeah. thought it was a thing that I did with the Bard. Nope. Bart. Not Bard. Unfortunately, we made Bart and Bard sound so similar. Hmm. <sighs> How do uh, I not kill Gendru? Hmm. Do you, you want to roll an inspiration? <laughs> Check. See if, see if anything comes to no, mind. I want to puzzle this out. I want to figure this out. So okay. I... Well, really, like, like we let's break it down 40 then. 40-minute long walk down a tube that every 10 minutes fire completely fills. Yeah, so you're going to at least have four times you've seen... Uh, you have seen Hulkstead break one of them. You mm -hmm. don't know how. How far down the chamber is Hulkstead? Ten minutes down? Uh, so actually, no, he is, sorry, he, you're 40 minutes from him. Oh, God. And then it's going to be, then it's another, it's another about 15 minutes after that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. so it's a 55 minute walk. Okay. So I have to, I don't feel confident about being able to create a chamber like Hulkstead did. Mm -hmm. I also, I don't, I can't turn him into a cube. The whole chamber fills with fire, yeah. so I can't, like, teleport him to the other side of it or something. Obviously, I have things like shield spell, but that's only going to do so much, because the whole thing is full of fire. Yeah, giant gold fire. Yeah. Uh, it's and I look at Gendru and I go, uh, Gendru, uh, there might not be a way to successfully get you through this. Yes, my, you might have to deal with your own mortality right now, my friend. Hey, Cap. You know I've always been looking to look at my own immortality. As he uh, he's about to jump in front of the flames and do it kind of epically. He's like playing his last siren song. When all of a sudden, through the pure might of brotherly love, uh, <laughs> Garen slices off his head with um, one of his drum cymbals. <laughs> and Garen's dead. Uh, wait. Yeah. Oh, Gendru's dead. Sorry, Gar Gendru's dead. So Garen just killed Gendru. Yeah. Wow. Seems on the level for these two. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. <laughs> Gendru floats up. So this whole time, Garen was the real sociopath. <laughs> well, but Gen <laughs> Gendru definitely. <laughs> Could have murdered Garen. <laughs> the old man elf wizard is definitely wondering <laughs> why he hung out with these people. Well, you remember how effective they are in, like, in, you know, combat and stuff. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're not now, suited to so this. So now I'm thinking, like, why did I even come up this esophagus? <laughs> <laughs>
Well, so let's Hulkstead and Rocky are definitely worth it. All right, Ghost Brigade, <laughs> we're going to go save Rocky and the yeah. rest of them now. Cool. And we head back down to where Hulkstead is. Yeah, 40 minutes later, it's really easy now that they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, we just easily float down. Yeah. Uh, we get to Hulkstead, and I poke my head through his little chamber, and I go, Hulkstead, are you in here? <laughs> you hear calling from the deep within the cavern. I found my way to Bart. Hoaxstead, I told you to not make this cavern bigger. <laughs> Come over here. Hoaxstead. It, it. No. <laughs> I'm sick of listening to you, Dad. <laughs> Hookstead, I am your father and you need to listen to me. Roll an intimidation check. You're only 22. You don't understand the world like I do. <laughs> yeah, roll up. Can I have an advantage because because I'm his dad? I have the dad advantage. And I'm a ghost. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you advantage, but you're going to take a minus four to it because sure. you just asked me for advantage. So ten. <laughs> ten. Ten is better than four, which you initially rolled. Yeah. Uh, so you, Hulkstead is very, like, insistent, like, no, I'm not going to move. And then finally you hear, like, boom, 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 as he, his head finally appears. Hulkstead, as disappointed as I am that you disobeyed me. I am also proud of you, and uh, I feel that I may have discredited your intelligence all these years of being your father, and I, looking back on my now-deceased life, I think that I may have wronged you, and I think you can be far more than just a bloodthirsty, blood-raging barbarian orc. You have smarts within you. Do you... <laughs> Do you really mean that? Yes, son. I really mean that. I love you, Papa Ghost. <laughs> As he tries yeah, to hug you. Uh, back at you, sport. <laughs> I can't. Like, for some reason, old man elf wizard can't bring himself to say I love you. <laughs> to Hulk's dad. <laughs> wow, he's really got some problems. Uh, but he tries to hug me, but I'm a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't work. He yeah. just Hulkstead doesn't totally understand ghosts. And I look at everyone. I go, everyone. Hulkstead has quite the idea, and I show them into the cavern. <laughs> cool. So you make your way through the cavern. You, uh, you do like you see a, a bit of light come through the webbing of the cavern leading up to the esophagus, but you don't feel any of the heat. Uh, he's really done a great job building this cavern through. Uh, Good job, Hulkstead. Good job. <laughs> And Hulkstead's walking with like a little bit more pride, a little bit of bounce in his step uh, as you make it through the cavern and you come out and you see uh, and you do see right there Bart, who's still leaning against. Well, we've only successfully saved two of the dungeon here so far. <laughs> Gendru and Garen uh, <laughs> died rather unfortunately, but I think that we can still save Rocky. And and you see Bart shake his head. You he understands that they <laughs> at least one of them murdered the other one. <laughs> it was a long time coming. 
Cool. So uh, you're going to. But have you seen anything? Any clues while we were gone? I got. I got a sense at one point. Um, it was like. It was like. A calling out from the darkness. I think it was Ooh. Rocky. Oh. Which way? I somewhere in the dead space. Oh no. That's a bad space. Um I suppose we can go in that direction, but we're going to have to <laughs> You actually have and to And I, I look at Gendru and Garen and I say, Gendru and Garen, I learned the meaning of life earlier and it's the only way I can communicate with our alive friends. So Gendru, Garen I'm going to need you two to work together to play the tune of old tunes, and we're going to dance our way through this dead space. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and they they look pumped. They they are people who love having plans. Yeah. Uh, they're, so, they're sociopaths when they don't, but when they have a plan, they're ready for it. Dope. Uh, as they pick up their instruments, their fiddle, and their drum kit, and they start playing with the best of them. They are just jamming, jamming, jamming. And Jimmy and I are macarraining our way through as I cast Mind Message to both uh, Hulkstead and Bart so I can guide them through the uh, dead space. Absolutely. And and you're making your way through nice. The, the lights and the disco ball are still jamming. The place is completely empty at all, this point. Okay, so there's no ghosts to dance to Gendrew and Garen's music. There are not. Okay. No. Um, as you're all partying, when... <laughs> Suddenly, you notice next to you another ghost. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she's hello, hold- other ghost. She's holding two big swords, and, or no, she's holding a kukri and a long did Rocky sword. Rocky die, <laughs> and she's Rocky. What did you do? <laughs> and she says, "I was like in the dead space." Uh, this has been the most unfortunate <laughs> rescue mission. This is not how I wanted to go out of this world, but I suppose that saving Bart and Hulkstead is going to have to be enough. And I don't even like really talk to Rocky or like have any sort of cathartic moment uh, with her. I'm just like, I'm just, let's get them out of here to the dragon's rectum, everybody. <laughs> okay, so you continue making your I way. I don't even ask her how she died. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just disappointed that she did. <laughs> she she looks really solemn that she died. Yeah. She's like, dang it, it's a bummer. Yeah, uh, I'm, and I'm clearly disappointed in her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As we get to the, can you let me know when we're in the stomach? Again, back yeah. in the ghost town. Um, yeah, so you clear you clear everybody through. You've done this before. You're pretty good at getting everybody through the dead space. Okay. Uh, you make it through, and you're into the city. Okay, what are you cool. going to do? So I look up at that big glowing thing, and I go, uh, Hulkstead, can you please go destroy that for me? And I tap him on the shoulder and cast Fly on him. And... Uh, he gets a he gets a nine on his acrobatics. It takes him a second. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he you know he just built a whole cavern, so it takes time. But he eventually is. I will do whatever you want. Pop, pop. <laughs> so he starts to float up uh, with his big war hammer, uh, and he reaches. Is he the- going to a rage? He reaches the orb, and as he's getting up there, he keeps beating against his chest until yeah. finally he flips, and he goes, For my dad! 
and he slams and he hits it and he hits it and he hits it and finally you see cracks starting to form in this as, as heat starts to spew out of it and he's hitting and he's hitting roll a roll roll a intelligence check okay <laughs> three plus ten thirteen Oh, 13. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that was enough. It was an 11. Oh, no, no, no. It's just straight intelligence, so it'd be 3 plus 6. Oh, okay. So 9. So 9. Oh, so you, you don't you don't beat it. Um, but you do notice that wisps of flame are coming out of this thing that was clearly powering the flames that were created and then spewed out of the throat as he keeps hitting it. <laughs> Uh, it starts to break if apart. If only I had broken this thing before we went to the throat. <laughs> then Gendru could have lived. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden, a piece of flame shoots through Hulkstead, and he goes, Ugh, as he keeps hitting. He keeps breaking it. Yeah, no chill. Flame is starting to shoot into him. <laughs> Are you going to do anything to save your son? He can take care of himself. Okay. <laughs> the flames keep hitting it to him as he goes. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna roll an I'm gonna roll an intelligence check. He's fucking in a rage. So yeah, it's gonna we be just bad. established he's pretty smart. Yeah, but he's in a rage, and he's trying to help his dad. Oh no! Oh boy! Whoa! Instead, <laughs> roll the nat one. How many nat ones That's are we gonna roll today? Three so far. That's wild. Hulkstead hits into it. He keeps breaking into this orb until finally, all of a sudden, this big bit of flame shoots into his face. It's melting him away. He's really taking in some damage. Are you gonna do anything? Does it look like the the thing is pretty much dead? It looks like it's not doing so hot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hulk, Hulkstead, you may, you may have done enough, son. He, he, he barely hears it's you. It's your decision, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible dad. It's one of those things where like, I'm kind of guilty. I'm like, you know, like, you're like, yeah, if you want to quit, quit. <laughs> oh, my God. Then <laughs> he says, no, I am not a quitter. I am your son. He hits it one last time and just flames engulf him as the entire bit is breaking apart. Flames shoot across. They break through the dragon. The dragon, you hear a scream from above, but it's it's it, the scream echoes and then breaks out. It cracks and falls apart as oh the flooring is being torn apart. The city is starting to break. Uh, all things are falling from the ceiling. I, I look at Bart and I go, uh, Bart, you may want to run to the rectum as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us are already dead. <laughs> Bart starts sprinting. Uh, he's really hurt. Uh, Rocky goes along with him, trying to echo him and cheer him on. Um, go, go, Bart! Go, go, Bart! Go, go, Bart! Come on, Bart! You can do it! Uh, but she's doing it with her uh, southern dialect, so she's more like... Go, go, Bart! <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, trying to chant with an accent is never a good <laughs> idea. It's really, really hard. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so, yeah, so Bart is sprinting across. What are you doing? I'm looking up at my son, Hulkstead. What's happening? Well, his body's completely gone. This is this is corporeal uh, spirit. Yeah, it lowers. You see, you see him, him like che he cheering. He thinks that he has made it to like 
basically like uh, the uh, Valhalla. Valhalla, essentially. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's lifting his war his core is uh, ghost warhammer in the air, and he's saying, "I did it, Dad." I made you proud. And indeed you did, son. And now we just have one more task to complete. We must get bot to safety. <laughs> okay. Um And we're going to go as fast as we can to get to f- catch up with Bart. So you're all you're all sprinting uh as fast as you can and and little and Jimmy's I have, next and also, to you. So I'm going to cast mage hand and whenever anything's like falling near Bart, I'm going to use mage hand to swipe it out of the air away from him. Not mage oh, hand, yeah. our arcane hand. So it's a big, it's a really big blue hand. Okay, that can Absolutely. hold, that can hold a lot of weight and do damage. You are using all of your might to do this. It's it's hard at this point. Um, the magic in the area is starting to fade. You can feel it. You can feel that the ritual is broken. That though that the magical space that was once here is now dissipating. Uh, Jimmy is starting to look scared as he's trying to float next to you, and he's going. Mr. Wizard, I I don't feel so good. I feel I feel. Uh, I'm getting Avengers flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> oh no, Mr. Stark. <laughs> uh I, as he's going next to you and he and he says i think i think i need my family as uh, all of a sudden you see bits massive amounts of ghosts coming from the ceiling all coming with you trying to push bart on everything within this dragon is trying to to they they have heard Barbara's story. They believe in what you're talking about. They're trying to save uh, save the actual world rather than their own. Oh, that's beautiful. And I'm going to look at Jimmy and I'm going to say, Jimmy, you at a very young age experienced something that many people dread. And you were very brave and you became a very brave ghost. I'm not about his death. He died young, obviously. Yeah. Um, And uh, Jimmy... Now you must face something even more scary, but you must do it for the right reasons. And I explain that this is it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Who, who does he understand? Known, uh, and, I, and, I, and, oh and the fact no. that his sacrifice is for the betterment of of all uh, existence and people. Yeah, oh. and you are you're you're explaining the great difficulty of life yeah. to this to this young ghost uh and he listens he asks all the right questions he and is we're still nodding sprinting along. down the hallway you're all sprinting trying to get bart through you make it through the city you're uh, and, uh as ghosts you're all able to fly across the ca- cavern um but you're I cast you, the disc for yeah for you cast the disc as bart is zooming across the black abyss uh one could say a metaphor for life which is a rope hanging in air (laughs) above a cavern uh as jimmy takes in this final lesson Ooh! and he understands yeah that was a natural 15 jimmy you have completed your uh arc as a student you are now the master and and he looks at you. He he has again. He has some tears in his eyes. You you get 
a sadness from all of the ghosts as they all start to to scream out. This is a communal experience of a passing on to the next life. You get a growing, a roaring from the the dragon itself. You feel a lightness all of a sudden as though the the trauma the pain the fear that was keeping this dragon going is finally coming to an end uh the ritual the cycle is broken as you enter through the door of the kidney or no you don't you pass the kidney with the door and the hole in it <laughs> uh everyone does all the ghosts all uh bart and, and rocky and all of the group is right there your son hulk's dead the two bards are wailing away on their instruments and you see the light of the of the uh the rectum <laughs> um, the, that part is the, actually called the sphincter <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna actually explain to bart as we're running everything i know my extensive knowledge mm-hmm. about dragon rectums to give him every chance possible to survive this Bart takes it all in. He listens. He 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 really summons it all um, as he's as he's approaching. He gets um, and Bart. Let me tell you one mm-hmm. last story. I want to remind you of that time I told you a very long story about the time that I fell off of a cliff and I used this big piece of cloth to break my fall because it caught air and it was called a parachute and you made fun of me because I made all of us carry parachutes in our backpacks and I told you that story to explain why it wasn't dumb and now I want you to admit to me that me having you carry a a parachute in your backpack was not a bad idea and and he's running he's (sighs) I know I know Persephus Persephus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is me, Persephus the wizard. You. They call me Percy for short, usually. You, Percy, were the greatest wizard and the greatest man I've ever known. Oh. As he jumps at the sphincter, leaving behind all of the ghosts. He hits something. It looks like for a second he's going to not make it, and then finally he shoots through. You (gasps) see for just a moment that there is no longer a flame tornado. It had dissipated. He flies in the air. You see a parachute launch. It opens up. You see him slowly hovering towards the ground, the single survivor of the Dungeoneers. And... Actually, I'm going to also lead all of the ghosts out through the dragon rectum following after Bart. And it's just going to be this like big torrent of thousands of ghosts (laughs) just flying out of this dragon's rectum as it is supposedly like falling out of the air dying. Yeah, well... I don't know what the dragon's doing, but there's a it, lot of ghosts coming out of its rectum. You, so yeah, so all of the ghosts break out, and f- and you, uh, so you you exit the rectum. You look uh, down at Bart. You make eye contact as he hits the wilderness below. He, he gives you one last coy smile, like he always did, and then you look back up towards the dragon from whence you came, as it is breaking apart into shimmering, glimmering glitter. Uh, <laughs> Going cascading across the moonlight, you start to feel the cold of death wrap around you, but this time, there's no pain. There's no fear. 
you are with your ghost brethren crossing over to the great beyond. Aww. And that's our session. Hey, we did it! (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of. (laughs) We only saved one of the one person and also like we could have just <laughs> he was the first one we found so we could have just left <laughs> i guess but he i wouldn't... shouldn't have i could have survived with me and bart if i hadn't tried to save everybody else well that would be a crazy bad thing to do oh hindsight's 2020 whatever <laughs> yeah i'm glad that you it tried would have been a morally ambiguous choice but <laughs> yeah i guess knowing the information we know now it would have been the right choice <laughs> I guess so. Oh, good uh, job. That thanks. was that was crazy. That was wild. Yeah. Uh wow. <laughs> we killed a dragon. We, we did killed kill a dragon. An ancient gold dragon. Yeah. That doesn't happen too often. Yeah. <laughs> Your guys are pretty powerful. Oh yeah. Hulkstead Hulkstead has no chill and it and it works. <laughs> Your whole party has zero chill. Except for Bart. Uh, yeah. But now Bart has zero chill. Bart has really, like, been scarred by this adventure. Oh, man. Yeah, but he's learned a lot. Yeah. You know? He was also the only person in the party who actually wasn't adopted by me. <laughs> yeah. That's... All my children died. All my adopted <laughs> children. Yeah. Well, you were a father figure for quite a few people. <laughs> uh, you never were able to uphold your promise to little Jimmy. Never became a person. No, but uh, I I did teach him. Yeah, I don't think that this I don't think this adventure was about that. <laughs> it was about... Well, to Jimmy it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh cool. I that's it. This was a little yeah. bit long of a session. That yeah. was super fun. Yeah, great job, dude. Thanks. That was, that was super great. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. That was the fourth episode. How crazy is that? Yeah. Uh, I can't. Oh, man. And now you get to... I can't wait to get back to you DMing. I'm so excited to be a player <laughs> yeah, next week. Yeah, I get to do it next time. Oh, I'm so pumped. Also, uh, real quick, yeah. we've been posting some pretty fun content over on our Instagram channel. Yes, we have. What's that young Instagram channel called? City of Town D and D at City, City of, of Town, Town D uh, Check it out. Yeah, we got some fun like sort of meme videos based off of the episodes that we're putting out there as teasers. Uh, got all sorts of kind of stuff that we're putting out there. Message us on there if you have any questions. Uh, have anything that you were like, oh, that was super fun about the adventure. Anything that you're like, hey, you guys screwed that up. You didn't remember that correctly. Oh, we don't. We don't want to know want that. All of it. Give me <laughs> that all. That was the a feedback. terrible thing to say. Uh, and then also. So throw out ideas for adventures, uh, locations for these adventures, anything like that. At some point, I think it'd be fun to do like uh, inspired ones based off of what you guys think. Uh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, special thanks, as always, to Catherine Coolgen. Uh Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> check her Instagram out after checking out ours or before. Either way. Um, the she, order doesn't matter. Yeah, but it really you have to doesn't. do both. Yeah. Uh, she is at Cool Jeans Art. That's C O O L J E A N S Art. Learn how to spell that if you don't. That's uh, the last three letters in Bart. Yeah. Also, thanks to Ryan Riveros for editing. Thank you, Ryan. And thank you to Carson Beck for letting us use his studio soundbox. Thank you, Carson. Studio City. Soundbox Studio City. And, and final, <laughs> final one more thanks to you guys for listening. Bye bye. Oh, and also thanks to you and me. Oh yeah, because <laughs> we're pretty great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we really are. Okay, uh, bye everybody. Mm-hmm.